everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we have a headline every day. Usually we have to make up headlines to make ourselves sound important, and that's kind of the genre of the media, both alternative and mainstream. But now it's like Biden gives us several headlines a day. I mean, he's so inflammatory with his speech, saying he's going to remove governors. Are you kidding me? He doesn't have the authority to remove a governor, ever. But uh, he's creating such volatility. Well, he's also creating economic opportunities. <laughs> We're going to be getting into all that, even though that sounds like, uh, Dave, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. No, no, I'm not. Uh, Biden is so messing things up. He's creating some great economic opportunities, and we're going to be talking about that before we finish today in our conversation with Robert Kudla of Trade Genius. Bob, welcome to the show, and and everyone I talk to now, it doesn't matter who it is, Steve Quayle, uh, Doug Hagman, Paul Preston, doesn't matter, all say the same thing. I never thought I'd be living in an America like this. Hey, Dave. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, um, you know, he's basically, um, he's the he's the meme in chief right now. <laughs> the meme in chief. And um, sorry, my dog's barking here. Um, he so he's um, every time he opens his mouth, it's 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 another um, opportunity for him to look like an idiot. And so, you know, you and I talked last time. I don't know if we talked before or after the Afghanistan debacle, but you know, I call it basically the the Taliban top in the market. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, this is Biden's Waterloo. You know, I give people, um, you know, a feeling, you know, here's the Jenga tower that goes in, and they've been pushing out sticks, and that was the last stick to go. And, uh, you know, I mean, people are using, people aren't using the, the I word with him, they're, they're using the T word with him, because uh, they said nobody could be, nobody could be this dumb. This has to have been planned. And uh, and then even Lara Logan on on Fox said he goes I think they got the I think they got the uh, the action they wanted to over there, and so these people are running a parallel country that that really they don't really care about the United States they care about something else, but on the good news side is that the reaction around the world to all this stuff now is becoming palpable, you know Trudeau can't he can't go out in public without being assaulted. Here's the prime minister of a of a G7 country can't go out 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 in public because people are following him around. You know, you heard the stadiums erupting in our country with very very unflattering yeah, I've heard things that. Yeah. to say. And then you have you have over in um, in Europe, the, the Paris, the police are now running away. B Britain had to change their 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 vax mandate, uh, you know, um, you know laws because. They're losing control of that country. The Netherlands and Denmark are now starting to swing away from it, too. So I say all these things because I think they've reached a point where they push people to it now matters to people. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Um, and I'll make it clear here to the audience. You know, we're not sitting here in judgment of the efficacy of vaccines nope. and uh, do they or do they not do any good? Uh, that's not the issue here. The issue is it's been done in such a poor reprehensible manner that people aren't going to comply and they've gone about it the wrong way 
<laughs> it just, you know, people will generally do what's good for them. But when you stand over people and you take away jobs and you do this and that, you know, even if they agree with the mandate, they disagree with the method. Would you agree with that? Yeah, and, and, and there's so much now, everything, people aren't getting information anymore. They're getting propaganda and narratives. And it just, and when you push something so hard, people tend to react the other way. Like, if this is so good for me, why are you, yeah, why exactly. are you dictatorial about it? And what, what is it that I don't know that should scare the heck out of me? And, you know, and it is the people that are, that are vaccinated are like, did I make a mistake? You know, and um, yeah, and it's because of the approach. It's not because of the exactly. science or because anything else. It's because of what this idiot in the White House has done, and and it's and people are reacting negatively to being bombarded with authoritarianism, and it's really anti-American authoritarianism. People will generally do what's good for them. I mean, I think, what is it, the figure now that the government's claiming 170 million people have been have had at least one vaccination? So it's not that the people are disagreeing with the process. I mean, in other words, we need to do it. They're disagreeing with the heavy-handedness behind it. Yeah, I think people have now figured out is, is, is um, it's really what comes behind this is what people are really concerned about. And and because once government tastes this, you know, they're going to say, what other what other social problems can we now create an emergency upon to to uh, effect social change up beyond the ability of the populace to participate in that process? And I think we hit the wall. I, we really did. I mean, look, it's not just it's not just Biden. You know, you're talking look at the Federal Reserve. They caught two Fed governors day trading. Okay, yeah. these are guys set policy. They're sitting in the damn room. Okay, they're they're like Pelosi. So they're seeing that they're seeing that there's rules for me, but there's not rules for thee. Yeah, I agree. You know? and and you know, and same with the vaccine mandate. Look at the carve outs. Congress doesn't have to um, oblige. The postal union's exempt. If you come in, if you're a legal immigrant, you're not required. I mean, Judges. you know, yeah, Pasaki yeah. even uh, acknowledged that. Um, Peter Ducey, the Fox correspondent, asked her um, in the press conference, uh, why is it that you're requiring so many Americans to be vaccinated, but you're ignoring illegal aliens? Is that the policy? And she said yes, and wouldn't allow a follow-up and went right on to the next question. Yeah, so, and, which, you know, but, and then they take it to court, and the court, they say, okay, if this is such an emergency, why isn't this applying to companies with less than 100 employees? So, so there's just a lot of shenanigans going on. But it's it's but it's part of the zeitgeist, and it's important for people to understand that something has changed. Now we know they've been pushing all along on this, right? We've seen this coming. What we've been waiting for is the pushback, and the pushback is here. Yeah. And we knew it was going to start some other places because, you know, the United States, the the right is never geared, and the center is never really geared to protest. That's not. It's it's kind of not in the American way until people have the proverbial gun to their head and now it's there and people are like no you look in upstate new york people are willing to walk away from jobs because of this so it but you know they they push so hard the arrogance has been so much that that um that people say we got to stop these people and and because of the, the, the what their policies are so over the top now dave you know, they're creating problems left and right. And when you talk about opportunities at the beginning of your show, look, we've been long energy 
all along. And in fact, we've been really long uranium because we know that's been in deficit. And, and we said, we told people, look, big money's not leaving the stock market. Big money's moving now into, into the energy names and they're going to be moving into the, uh, into, into, into the precious metal names next because they need to get out of, out of the regular market because these guys are going to to they're going to destroy the dollar at some point. And so, you know, three and a half trillion dollars on top of $5.4 trillion, that's yeah. a trillion, about 25% increase to the debt in one year is, is, it's becoming a, a caricature. You know, I, I'm sorry to say this, but we're getting a lot of background noise, like dishes clanging or something like that. I, it's, I don't think it's coming on my end because no one's here but me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know where that's coming from. Hold on. Let me let me look, take a look. Okay. Um, while you're uh, looking at that, I'll um, add to this, too. I just read a letter dated September 8th from Janet Yellen to Nancy Pelosi. And it's now public record. And she said, if you keep approving the debt that's coming through the House... She said, we have exhausted our means in the Treasury to fund the U.S. government, and we will be in default. Did you see that? Yeah, and part of that's, part of that's a bit of a game because you have um, – they have the uh, federal debt ceiling uh, game going on. So they're trying to force people into, um, into uh, approving the debt increase. But yeah, but look, we're out of space. The federal government at some point won't be allowed to borrow. And and then uh, they'll start shutting programs down, and that's I guess it looks like they they're going to run out of cash in October. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I, th I think she said October fifteenth, if I remember correctly from the letter. That sounds about right. Yeah, and that's. Do you think that's going to happen, or do you think it's an idle threat? It's idle threat. They're just trying to force uh, action. However, having said that, Joe Manchin is holding firm on his. He's not going to go for the 3.5 trillion, <clears throat> and that's the other thing too. People aren't fearing Biden anymore, and they're going to start worrying about their own personal um, ability to stay in office. Because, you know, once you start getting into the end of the year, people start gearing up towards their reelections in the House, and there's probably 30 Democrats that are that are at risk. And so, you know, at this point. You know, it doesn't look good for the Biden administration. So I'm just wondering at some point before the end of the year if they, they're going to try to move Biden along here. You mean on the 25th Amendment? Yeah. Yeah, well, listen, it's not cruel. It's not a conspiracy theory. You can watch it with your own eyes. Where I was watching a, a tape the other day. He got out of, the, of a helicopter, and he didn't know which way to go. And he was on the White House lawn. And, and there, you could hear the verbals of the Secret Service. Well, he'll tend to walk that way, but we need to direct him back here. Yeah, I mean, look, it's becoming a joke now. Yeah, I know. And There's I no hiding it when that's out in public, and it's from the Secret Service. And and then plus, you hear him. You you hear the uh, faux pas, and you hear the uh, disconnects when he's speaking. Um, you, you know. I haven't done an in-person evaluation, and, and being a former mental health therapist, you know, third-party diagnoses are really suspect. But the one thing I would look for, just based on all the times I've seen him speak and mess up, I would look for signs of dementia, and you, know, you find that CAT scan, MRI. 
or I would look for um, um, other cognitive disorders that are almost equally as serious but not quite as deadly. But uh, he may have had a stroke, for example. That could explain some of this that we're seeing because um, strokes can be specific to certain motor activities. But there's something going on there with him. And clearly the 25th Amendment has to be on the table. But here's the other problem they have. Kamala Harris is wildly unpopular. I mean, she's unpopular with her own staff. I mean, the stories coming out of the office of the vice president, they can't stand working for their, her and they're bailing. Yeah, it's look at it. They're going to go from out of the frying pan into the fire. I think they thought that they would be able to run the country on cruise control and um, and be able basically be able to glide through the next four years by kind of owning the media. And own, I don't think they expect it. Be honest with you. I don't think they expected the uh, the surge in in um, in cases with the vaccination of vaccinated mm -hmm. people like look at you just have to look at israel to see where this is going and then number two is i didn't think they thought they would screw up afghanistan so badly and uh and i think this is the problem with biden is that he has he he has delegated all these different things to all his cabinet members and so now we have a situation where he had blinken you take care of afghanistan Fauci, you take care of the virus. Saki, you keep everybody off 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 my back. We'll have um, Merrick Garland, uh, you know, protecting everybody from being arrested or indicted, and then and then everything's just falling apart on him. I mean, Kamala was supposed to take care of the border, and and just sim so simply everything has gone wrong. He thought he'd be able to use reconciliation to get the uh, uh, all his um, bills passed. He didn't count on on Manchin and Samina basically stiffing, you know, stiff arming him. So so now they're at a point where they actually need him to be out front and center. And it's just um, it's just not happening. And the more he talks, you, you, you probably saw the same thing. They basically when he starts talking, it's cringeworthy. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. you see his, the, the, the facial expressions of his of his staff. And as you know, since you know you you have some experience with this, is is that he has the thousand yard stare. And and so, you know, he's just not he's not really there. And then he repeats back what people have told him. You know, hey, I'm not allowed to talk to you. Or how about this one? Okay, pause and then turn and walk towards the door. I mean, yeah, and he said that he read what was on the paper. <laughs> so, you know, from my standpoint, uh, other than, you know, I'm glad that that uh, the agenda is being is being uh, stiff armed. I'm glad that Europe is kind of blowing up. OK, um, is, is that I think we're going to have an opportunity. But from us from a stock trading standpoint, I can't emphasize enough that August something has changed. Okay, we're not in that the Obama years where every every other day the market goes up you know quarter percent, you know, and then under uh, under Trump you know same under Biden here it, it 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 hit a wall in August and I think I think we're at a point now where the choices are hyperinflation or hyperdeflation, and and I think we're going to be going down that 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 path. Which is the worst? Inflation or deflation? I know they're both bad, but which is worse? Uh, deflation is worse. 
inflation is more like a frog in a pot of, of water. You can you can slowly react to it, but deflation traps everybody that has debt with on their assets. You you basically run out of buyers, and so you know the only time you really lose in inflation is if you if you start to hyperinflate. But if inflation or stagflation, you know, if you have assets and you have the ability to manipulate those assets, you're going to be fine. But the minute that inflation turns into deflation, it's a trap. And so we're still in that inflation uh, mindset, and they're going to do that as long as they possibly can, Dave. But at some point, uh, a trigger is going to hit, just like in 2008, where where it doesn't matter anymore. You're pushing on the string and it's just going to just drop. Hmm. Well, I suppose the thing to say here is I've been telling people, if you feel you need to buy supplies and be independent of the system, you need to worry about approaching hyperinflation because when that arrives, you won't be able to afford it. Okay, along the lines of the giving advice to Make sure, making sure that you're personally prepared. How would uh, deflation affect that formula? Well, you know, it's really fascinating. So if you own nothing, you want deflation, okay? Because assuming deflation means lower cost of everything, right? So the deflation we don't want is the one I think we're going to get where the things you need don't go down in price, but the things you don't want are going to collapse in price. That's that is the worst possible scenario. I.e., food prices don't fall because the supply chain is disrupted, right? Rents don't fall because the people that own the properties have um, no debt, so they can they can they're stickier, if you will. Okay, healthcare don't fall because you have demographics keeping the the supply short and the demand high, right? Energy doesn't fall because we don't control our own domestic energy prices anymore. And so, but everything else falls in price. Stuff that, you know, you don't care about if you can't eat, you can't keep warm. And so that's the area that I'm watching. And if you look, you look no further than Europe, you know, it's funny, they hated Trump so much in Europe, right? They wanted to have the adults back in town. Trump was begging Germany to buy natural gas from us and don't get in bud with the Russians, right? What did Biden do when he gets in? He, he approves Russia's Nord Stream with Germany. You know what Russia's doing right now? Russia is trickling the gas into Germany, creating a shortage. Electricity prices in Europe are going through the roof. Germany cannot fill. Germany cannot fill their, their strategic storage for winter. The Russians know this. And and by knowing this, they're they're gonna they're they're gonna just extract higher and higher prices out of Europe, and and um, and, and and Trump knew this, and and now these people have to live with their decision. You know, you can hate mean Trump, but he would have gave you cheap gas. Now you have now you got crazy Biden, and you're paying electricity out of your wazoo. Yeah. And so, Bob, I wrote about this in 2014, and I said that. When you look at the natural gas allocations coming out of Russia to certain countries in Europe like Britain, France, and Germany, particularly Germany, I said the opportunity for blackmail is there, and I said this could spell the breakup of NATO. Do you think it could go that far? Yeah. I mean, look, the Russians aren't stupid. They know Biden. They're not going to press them. And so now 
now you know look what happened last week russia and belarus had their largest war game since the uh cold war ended yeah, i saw that oh. and so you know so they're really going to start creating some some issues over there and look and and you know germany has no defense to speak of they, they spend it all in social programs you know so you know the french and english probably have some things but it's uh it's problematic and um and I think I think you're right. I don't know, you know, NATO NATO might be there in name only. How's that, Dave? But look, they've already deli slicing Turkey off of them, right? And uh, and so you're going to be left with uh, a weakened NATO, and then Germany has no choice. They're going to have to veto anything the U.S. says, you know, to get their natural gas from from Russia. I mean, that's what I'm saying. These people are they're not idiots. I mean, they're traitorous. I mean, the German politicians have basically enslaved. The German people, and they profited from, you know, Schroeder. He's he's on the board of Gazprom, you know. <laughs> I mean, that guy should be persona non grata in Germany, and and then England's the same thing. I mean, now now they're having protests in England, basically saying people aren't going to have enough enough uh, heat in their homes to uh, to make it through the winter. And you know, God forbid we have a cold winter in Europe, which we're likely to have because of the grand solar minimum affecting the Western Europe and, and the Northeastern United States. So, and we're not immune from it. These idiots have, um, these idiots have um, basically curtailed our gas, okay? And, uh, and so then you have the problem with, with, with uh, Hurricane Ida slowing down the ability to move supplies out of Louisiana. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a perfect storm. That's why we've been so bullish on energy, Dave. You know, look, I can't control any of that, but I'm sure as heck going to try to profit from it. This is just a, a train wreck. I've been reading that uh, Europe is pivoting away from the United States. What does that mean to you, and why are they doing that? Well, I think they're pivoting away from us because they have to suck up to Russia and, and to the Middle East. and um, And so... You know your 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 markets are now to your east and your southeast, and so they're going to have to do that. And then plus, look, they need Africa, right? So so they're just they're just doing real politic. And plus, the United States now is is we're not a reliable partner. And what's likely to happen, Dave, is, is is once Biden's gone and we have the new the new president, you know, be it Trump or DeSantis, it won't be a Democrat, I guarantee you that, is is that, uh, you know, we're likely to go and do um, basically Fortress America. You know, hey, enough of the world. The people have lost their appetite for this stuff. You know, you're, you know, you, you, you're gonna see that people aren't, aren't, aren't um, gonna be joining the military. And and so, you know, that's, that's gonna have to be self you know, so American look and look at the American strategic assets. I and mean, we have a whole show on this. You know, we're going hypersonic. You know, the we we have the we have the Aurora, whatever you want to call it. Okay, so we could we could be anywhere in the world in five hours with with the next generation bomber, which you can't see. And so, you know, forward bases aren't gonna be as important to us. And so so, you know, and you, even Biden said it, he said, we're going to be focused more on, we're going to focus more on um, basically over horizon, you know, uh, attacks. 
So I think the American people have lost their appetite towards um, um, basically being involved in, in these conflicts. Biden can't get us in anything new after what he did in Afghanistan. People just aren't going to go for it. You know, I totally agree. He's paralyzed his foreign policy options entirely and that of our ally participation with him. But with regard to over-the-horizon radar, you raise a really interesting point. I agree this is the technological difference between us and them, but them could take down our satellites, and that would take away the -the over-the-horizon radar capability, wouldn't it? It would, but, you know, I think the reverse is likely. We have the um, we have those stealth shuttles up there, and you know I I was just speculating just Bob being Bob is that we probably planted we probably planted mines on every one of those Russian and Chinese satellites up there, and and uh, we could take them out at, at any point. I, I think it's it's opposite of what people think. The, the, you know, and we have laser technology now that can go that can go through the atmosphere. So I'm not so much worried about that. I don't think that the Chinese don't have, look, they don't even have the throw weight to stop the Taiwanese from pumping uh, a few missiles into uh, into Three Gorges Dam, let alone stopping the United States. So, Yeah, um, but uh, it's not stopping uh, China from flying 30 bombers in Taiwan airspace the other day. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, you and I probably can go back and forth on that, but uh, they um, they're, they're just trying to intimidate the Taiwanese are being smart. They're not. They're not rising to the provocation. You know, they're going to let the Chinese fire the first shot. And uh, you notice the Japanese are doing right. The yeah. Japanese are putting missile technology all around Taiwan, and basically the Japanese can can always claim, "Hey, the Chinese shot a missile. We thought it was at us." Okay. And uh, I, you know, China. Even though China has nukes and Japan doesn't, China still fears Japan. Okay, and uh, and and Japan has look. Japan has Patriot missile technology. Okay, so the Japanese have the ability to shoot down uh, Chinese strategic missiles, and it, you know, and if China tries to take Japan out, I, you know, for sure China won't survive it. So I think it's really interesting game, you know, game theory going on there. But look, I agree with you. I think people are going to try more and more things now because. They know the Biden administration, all they could do is talk with with their mouth. They can't back it up. Yeah, well, we know people inside of Taiwan. The propaganda that's being broadcast into Taiwan from Radio Free China, if you don't mind the phrase, is that, look what Biden did to Afghanistan. Do you think he's really going to help you? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, look, uh, they... I can't even under overestimate... The damage that what happened in Afghanistan has done to the to world peace. I mean, look, American moms and dads are not going to let their kids join the military under this clown. And uh, if anybody asks me, I tell them you're an idiot if you if you join the military. These people don't care about you. As long as Susan Rice is, is anywhere blinking or anywhere near your child's life. They're gonna, they're gonna, they'll they'll sacrifice it for their own political aims. Look, they're the same people that caused Benghazi. Yeah. Okay. They don't care about you. You're just, you're just piece of cannon fodder to these people. I mean, the dude went to the Hamptons. You know, he was enjoying his, you know, playing on his guitar here. He, 
he was on his fiddle as Rome was burning in Kabul, <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. And uh, but that's just that just tells you how they feel about you. You're 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 just an asset of the United States. You're not a you're not a patriot defending freedom. You're you're just a cog in the wheel of their power structure, and you don't have to participate. You know, I've noticed on some buses around here, they're telling people they need to uh, um, they need to register for the selective service. I thought that was interesting that they put that back up. What again. do you think is behind that? I don't know. It just caught my eye, probably because they know that you're not going to get enough volunteers. <laughs> well, not, not only that, Bob. Um, they're they're making girls. Uh, there's well, there's a bill in in the house now. They're going to make girls register for the draft. And yeah. uh, Chip Roy, who's a representative in Congress from Texas, has said over my dead body, my daughter's not doing any of that. Yeah, my thing is that the law should say um, Congress people's children and grandchildren first. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, maybe somebody should slip that into the bill. That would be funny to see them vote against that. <laughs> you see, this is we talk about vaccine compliance. Uh, it, it's a matter of the bad optics that Biden's created. Let me give you an example. If, if you saw Congress lining up, here are their families, they're all taking the vaccine, look, they're doing their duty, you'd get people to fall into line for the most part. But when you see these exemptions come out, rules for thee but not for me, people automatically get their back up. And, and, even, and they'll even turn away from what they know might be good for them. So this is, this is what's so ridiculous about their approach, but they're bullies on everything. Um, I don't know if you saw this or not, but there was a meme that was going around the mainstream media, like NBC, MSNBC, and it was saying uh, DHS has now redefined domestic terrorism. If you challenge the election or any election, that means I think going forward, um, you're a domestic terrorist. If you don't agree with the government completely on COVID-19 and vaccines, you're a domestic terrorist. Well, the thing is, is people's knowledge could even be outdated and they don't mean to be a terrorist but they could get labeled as such the way that this is worded and then basically they go on and say this if you if you worship uh, on a religious holiday you can be considered to be a domestic terrorist and i'm thinking well that's about 150 million americans <laughs> i'm thinking is that how many domestic terrorists are now in the country are are they in your opinion are they declaring war on just about everybody yeah, look, you know, it's it's called the brush them off the plate strategy, right? You know, you could probably scare 80% of any one group by threatening them with some sort of sanction. So I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to they're trying to keep the right from from organizing, right? So they're keeping them from doing mass communication via the social media <laughs> companies. So sorry about that. That's all right. And, um, they have. Uh, um, hold on one second. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? <laughs> and uh, uh, you have, you know, so you, they're trying to keep people separated. Number one, number two, they're just they're just throwing a different crisis at you at any given time. And I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to keep you all corralled in your corner so people don't feel like they have this group that could fight back. And I think I just think they they just over the top. They they think they could probably uh, venue shop, you know, to get their things done. They look, they, oh, you mean they, in the courts? Yeah, the CDC just redefined what a vaccination is because people were going saying this this is not a vaccine. This is a therapeutic, right? So what do they do? They just changed the words to make it a vaccine 
that used to be a therapeutic so they could go to the court and say, no, our guidelines are clear. You know, so they that's that's 1984 Orwell stuff. You just change the definition of things, you know, to fit what you think is, you know, the view that you want to hold forth. But, you know, just stay, we're already here. I'm, I'm actually pretty excited. Um, the pushback has been amazing. And, and I think it's just getting started. I mean, the fact that people are, are on national TV, look, they, they couldn't, they couldn't stifle that on national TV. So you have millions of people watching a baseball game and, and you have this disparagement. You, you have a Canadian prime minister that's getting chased down the street. Okay. You have in Paris, Macron can't go out of his house. Okay, you have 100,000, 150,000 people on any given weekend chasing the police up and down the uh, Champ de Allais, you know, and uh, and so I think it's um, it's 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 we've flipped, and you know that means volatility is going up. And Dave, you know, if if energy prices stay high and food prices stay high, you know, we're going to go from the Arab Spring to basically the nuclear winter on some of these Western uh, uh, nations because people will, will have had it. You know, I'm waiting for Australia just to blow up. I was just know? gonna ask you about that. Um, I have an audience in Australia and they send me stuff every single day and they've gone to the ridiculous and, and I can't believe the Australians have not stood up already. I mean, they gotta put tape under their door. They And if you live in New South Wales, you have to download an app and then when the government sends you a text, you must take a picture of yourself in your home within 15 minutes or they'll send someone to get you. Yeah, you know what's interesting, Dave, is that my always thing was, okay, it's either it's either the, the totalitarian shot, right, you know, you know, i.e. the WEF, or what China released is in two parts and they're faring part two. And today I read... Um, on the news that that makes me think the second one might be a possibility the israelis now when you come into the country you have to give them your genetic material to enter the country what because i yeah, haven't heard yeah. no i didn't yeah know I'll, I'll find the article i'll send it to you is that they're fearing uh something nefarious is is kind of the how, how it was described you know because look at israel they've they have all these all the jabs, they have the highest vaccination rate in the country, in the world, and yet you have accelerating, um, you have accelerating uh, infections. And I think the Israelis have caught on that they may have been played here. And uh, uh, so now if you come into the country, they, they do it, they're going to do, they do a genetic test. And I think they're fearful that somebody's going to, it's basically somebody's going to come in as a bioweapon, you know what I mean? And release a variant that's going to kill all the people that might be ADE in on this vaccination. I'll find it to you and send it to you. This you is not. They, they think that the vaccination is a precursor to. I was shocked when yeah. I read it, and I'm like, whoa. You know, because I, I always wondered why Israelis. I consider them the best medical, you know, minds in in the world. You know, right up there with the U.S. And the fact that they went head over heels on this thing, and then that's a big U-turn. Their, their, their prime minister said, we're more fearful of the vaccinated than the unvaccinated. We, we don't understand why. He said that this weekend. So these are, these are articles that are out there. I'll find them. I'll send them to you so you can share with your audience in future shows that you have. But it blew me away. I'm always, always wondering why they're pushing so hard 
on something. There's something we don't know out there that that the Five Eyes countries plus Israel have been so fearful of, and and so it's 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 something out there. And I you know I can't put my finger on it. I could be I could be totally wrong on this, but it's something that doesn't add up. The why there is Australia is totally locking down their country. New Zealand totally knocking down their country. Israel totally trying to vaccinate their people. You know and uh, and same with Canada. It seems like there's a threat to to the English Anglo world with with something, and I and I it, you know to me it's it's more than just hey we want to we want to be you know new world order kind of oh, a thing. Oh my God! You know, well, I yeah, think, I, I think I know what it is, Bob. In 2017, Wei Fang, the Defense Minister of China, gave a speech to the CCP, and it was leaked to America. A number of sources have this, including me. And in there, he goes through a lengthy diatribe about uh, Chinese expansionism and so forth. And then he finally says, well, we need to occupy America for its resources. That's the only place on earth that will satisfy our industrialized needs. It was like, you know, Japan in the 1920s. But then he went a little further. He said, we're not interested in co-occupancy. And I'm paraphrasing, but this is effectively what he said. He said, uh, we will create and use um, race-specific bioweapons. And the only ones that will be spared are the 14 million Chinese that are already in America. I wonder if blackmail is not being used. I don't know. I, it's just uh, we're really out on a limb here, Bob. But uh, well, I, I know we're just speculating. But you know, when things don't add up, they don't add up. You know, I so agree. I agree. You know, when I when Australia first locked down the way they did, I immediately reflected to the continuity of government provision set up by Eisenhower, where they had to keep the interstate highways clear because they were originally for the military to move assets around quickly. And I thought, are they going to be invaded by China and they just don't want the hordes of refugees clogging military troop movements? That was my first thought when I, when I saw how complete this lockdown was. Over nine deaths, nine COVID deaths, completely destroyed an economy and locked a nation down. There's something there that we're not seeing. You're exactly right. Yeah, and here I found the article. So... I'll send it to you, but it basically say Israel to conduct COVID genetic scanning for all inbound air, air passengers. Wow. Yeah, they're worried about a variant. They're worried about a variant that's going to come from overseas. A bioweapon. Has to be. Well, let, let, let's take the gloves off since we've <laughs> violated all the censorship rules as it is. Um, when we take a look at um, Israel... They've really let on that most of the people that have contracted uh, the variant or COVID itself have already been vaccinated. They're con they contradict what the U.S. media is saying, and that's quite clear. In fact, if you go on social media and you say, look at the Israeli research, you will get banned. I know people it's happened to. So that, that's, that's one thing that, that's there. Um, boy, you opened up a can of worms. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't open them up. I'm just sharing the worms with you. <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. You, you're not the first mover in this. You're just the observer. But, wow, the, the, and New Zealand doing the same thing, and and uh, and you know the other thing, if you really want to go conspiratorial wacko here, they're both countries, both 
countries. And I've seen the videos. I've, I've got firsthand accounts out of both nations. Um, they're constructing isolation camps for COVID. But I really kind of trust the purpose. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I agree with you. And, and in the CDC literature here in this country, Bob, the CDC literature, they call it green zones, where the CDC is saying, we have the right to move elderly with what we would call now comorbid conditions that could contribute to their demise if they catch COVID and move them to a safer area. Well, that's a bunch of bull, first of all, because if, if you're worried about quarantining someone for their own good, just do it in your own home. You know, why, why send them to a camp? And that, to me, says there's another agenda. Yeah, yeah. You know, before I get people so morbid, they don't want to trade anymore. Yeah, let's um, get, yeah, let's get, let's <laughs> talk about how these, this bizarre climate. Uh, see, I don't think we've gone down a rabbit hole. I think what we've done is present a bizarre climate atmosphere where Americans are stuck today. Yeah, and look, I, you know, it's funny, you know, action, reaction, you know, so I, I think, I, you know, I think a lot of this stuff is pushing people to like, you know what, we're just going to have to accept it kind of approach. Number one. Number two is I think the um, I think we've reached peak, cent peak centralization in terms of people's belief in the authority. You know, they can't get the food supplies right. They can't get the COVID under control. They can't win a war. You know, we need to we need to lessen. And all that does is it provides opportunity. Whenever there's strife, there's opportunity. You know, there's not enough uranium out there, guys. Buy uranium stocks, all right? I mean, look, they're up 55, 60% in the last month. And I'm here to tell you that they're going to at least double again. So you have tremendous opportunity. Energy, oil, unfortunately, is going over $100 a barrel. We don't control it anymore. You can complain about it or you can profit from it so you can pay for it. So we're doing that. And and look, and we're, we're, we're short the market. And uh, so we, um, we told people going into this... Uh, this this um, middle of September that you're gonna have a tremendous opportunity to take advantage of weakness and uh, so we had people long uranium long energy and short the market going into last week and uh, uh, I sent you over some of the comments from some of my clients if you get a chance to stick it in your uh, in your in your in your show at some point yeah please please share those with people because <clears throat> you know we don't care we just have our algorithm Dave and uh, our algorithm said short the market, go long energy, and uh, and it sure paid off for us. And that's what we can do. Whenever there's just problems in the market, it's always a bull market somewhere, and we'll help you find it. That's amazing. It's it's you're kind of like the inverse of of stress. Um, I, I I really became an expert on psychosomatic illness when it emerged as a science, and it's like when you have too much stress. It attacks you where you're weak. And you do the antidote to that with the stock market. You find wherever there's a strength created by a situation, that's where you're going to go. It's, it's interesting how, how the dichotomy works here. Um, I was talking to someone the other day who has a, a, a regular Wall Street broker. You know, they follow all the protocols. And I said, well, how would you describe what you're doing? They said, well, I'm getting out of it. And they actually had talked about, they had heard a show that we had done and he said, what do you think about Trade Genius? And I said, well, I think the record speaks for itself. And he said, well, the thing I object to, and I wanted to get your reaction to this, with these brokers, and he says, I've had three of them. He said, one size fits all. 
Yeah, they all follow the same algorithms now, and and those algorithms aren't aren't performance algorithms. Those algorithms are uh, risk tolerance and age. So when you go when you when you have your money professionally managed, they 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 need to know how old you are, and then you pick your your level of, of yeah. risk tolerance. Yeah. And then they put you in a, a prepackaged passive system, and they do that not necessarily for you to profit, but for them not to get sued, like what happened to them in two thousand and eight. It's fiduciary, and they update it every quarter. You know, I'm, you know, that's fine if that's what you want to do. You know, my market is for people that want to, that want to to uh, take have an advantage over those people. And look, we're not day trading fools. These are swing trades, Dave. So, you know, as far as long as you, you and I have been talking for the last year, I've been begging people to get into uranium stocks. Begging people. Yes. You know, and we've we've already got a triple, and we're going to get another double. And I've been telling people, get yourself slowly out of the market because this story is going to end. It's going to end badly. I had no idea that Biden was going to screw up on six different things in two months. And uh, but but you can see it coming. There's no room for and you can see it in the money flow. Big money has been getting out of the stock market for the last eight weeks. And they've been selling to what's the retail person. And then retail doesn't have the same ability to hold. When things don't go well, they just leave the market and you're going to get these big downdrafts. So all we do is we just follow the, mo the money flow. That's our system. That's our algorithm. And, I, and uh, no matter how my personal feelings are, you know, if I hate vaccination companies, it doesn't matter if, they're, if it's buying, you have to follow the money. The only thing I won't do is I won't buy anything that's immoral for me or illegal. But other than that, you know, everything's game. And uh, Especially when you go into inflation, you have to own things that are going to inflate with inflation, or you're going to be you're going to be left behind, and that's going to be it's food and energy, and uh, and that's that's and precious metals will 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 follow. There, there's a chart I'll send it to you. We'll talk about it the next time we we get together. I have a great chart that shows you when things break out, what follows in inflation. It's fascinating, and uh, and it happens enough times for you to. That's an opportunity, and so I'll share that to you when we talk in a couple of weeks. Really cool. Yeah, that that um, that does sound fascinating, but I think we're getting real live examples right now. Um, with regard to food inflation, I agree. All the bad signs are there. I mean, um, the meatpacking plants still aren't back at capacity; they're not even close, and the supply chain for what we import is not working well. And uh, Biden's paying farmers crazy sums of money not to grow crops and then threatening them if they do are you aware of that yeah yeah i mean look they're they're, they're doing a lot of stuff like that there there's a lot of behind the scenes um uh, extortion going on yeah so i see that too. Well, food, but just across the board and then you have his minions out there taking farmland off and and um look the whole Green New Deal is all about making food so expensive that you're only going to be able to eat peas you know what i mean so well actually that's been defined i actually researched this bob and if you're curious i can tell you what i found on the world economic forum and they're setting the stage for the new green deal and what they say is that uh, things like meat production car uh, farm production of crops and so forth it's not uh, carbon neutral so they have to do away with it so they're going to limit your diet and this is straight from the world economic forum this is not dave hodges saying i think this is going to happen this is what they tell you is coming you can eat aquatics, plants, bugs, and fake lab meat. Yeah, well, you see it. Look at Australia. They're limiting how much alcohol people can have in their yeah, homes. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they're, when, when someone gets alcohol shipped to them, 
they're actually inspecting the mail and they're seizing in excess of six beers. Yeah, if you got if you got a case, they're taking three six packs away from you. Yeah, this is all part of it. I think you know. I, I truly think they know that the the, the uh, grand solar minimum's coming, and they're trying to package it under the under the Green New Deal, you know. And because uh, look what's happening with Brazil and Argentina right now. Brazil is, is an export powerhouse. They have actually import grain from Argentina to keep their cattle going because they've had these massive frosts. Okay, and um, and so you know Russia now is a swing producer. I mean. It's good to be Russian right now. You're the swing producer in energy and you're the swing producer in food. And um, and so the Chinese need Russian food right now because nobody else has any extra to sell them. America already sold them everything. And um, and the Europeans need Russian gas. <laughs> yeah, in the worst way. It's amazing how things can change around. So you have to keep an eye on that area of the, of the world. Um, yeah, but it's going to get ugly. You know, I, I've always said that Canada will go offline in one of these, um, and last year they almost did. They've 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 definitely had some uh, reductions in crops. I think we're down, you know, year over year. It doesn't sound like much, but I think we're three percent down year over year in production, you know, for food, and um, which seems like nothing, but that's that's like if you get down like five or six percent, you're like you're like famine levels. And look, Three Gorges Dam. We didn't really talk China too much this time, but the Three Gorges Dam. Is almost at capacity, and they've not—they've avoided a super typhoon in that area so far. If that thing happens, they're going to have to pump water out of that dam like crazy, and that's just going to flood that whole valley. And assuming that nothing happens to that dam, you know, so so that's always out there. That's the big black swan that uh, um, that changes everything for everybody. If you if if you your listeners, you hear that Three Gorges Dam has failed. Do not pass go. Get the Costco, and 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 get yourself food before everybody else gets home from work, <laughs> because the the Chinese will be in desperate desperate straits for food, and and they'll suck it out of the entire world. So that is something you have to keep an eye on. I think they have 5,000 dams or something at risk in China right now because they were built during the counter-revolutionary, you know, that great, whatever it is, that great leap forward they had. <laughs> These dams are all built with no reinforcing steel. So you saw what happened in the northeast of China during the rainstorm. They had all those dams that were collapsing, Yeah. you know, flooding valleys here and there. It doesn't take much for China to, to run into a big deficit. So there's a lot of things to keep an eye on, but you need to start positioning yourself now because you want to be in, look, I, like I said, we were buying Quad U at $2. It's at seven thirty-five today. Okay, 300%. You know, that's, you know, that in the normal thing, that's 10 years worth of annualized profits for a, um, you know, average stock market move. And, and look, we've been buying silver companies because silver follows uranium. Uranium is breaking out, silver will follow. And so... You know, everybody's saying silver's dead, silver's dead, silver's dead. If you're smart, you're you're slowly accumulating positions, and then you're going to wake up one day with a double. You know, so there's a massive shortage, and they're starting to arrest people now, and and taking them to trial that have been involved in the um, the manipulation of gold and silver. So um, expect that dam to break too, Dave. Wow, if that happens, Katie, bar the door because those prices will really escalate. Well, yep. how do you take advantage of this at Trade Genius? Tell us a little bit about what you do. 
Yeah, so what we've done is, as I've been referring to, our system's really predicated upon a couple of very effective algorithms that looks at money flow. And so we trade the stock market, the futures market, and the cryptocurrency markets. We buy, I mean, it sounds so simple. We buy where we see money moving into a sector or into a stock, and then we want to make sure that it's trending the right way. And when those two things intersect with each other, we get buy signals and we buy. And uh, uh, and then when those things start to abate, we 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 sell. <clears throat> so we've created this system that we teach you how to use it. Number one, uh, number two is we give you access to the algorithm so you can trade whatever you want to trade. Number three, we give you chat rooms so you can communicate with us. And number four, we give trades out every day. And so you know we basically teach you how to fish. We give you fishing equipment. We put you in the right fishing grounds. And we'll still feed you some fish too as you're learning and growing. So it's a complete system. We've created seven bundles, Dave, um, that that cross the board between stocks and cryptos and trading. And uh, there's 65% off pre-discounted, or you can just uh, get 40% off uh, promo code fall, and you can buy whatever's in the store individually. That um, basically 40% off the retail price. Okay. Got to take advantage of it before the 18th of September, or we go back to regular pricing. Okay, I'm taking notes on this here. So fall is the, is the coupon code word to get 40% off these educational materials. That's what I call them, educational materials that teach you how to do what you do. And um, this offer expires midnight on September the 18th. Is that right? That's right. Okay, one quick question, and we just got about 30 seconds. Um, are you doing anything with lithium because there's a big lithium controversy now we've left Afghanistan behind the Chinese are already and they're mining it and people are really concerned yeah you know lithium we go back and forth on lithium there's some new technology coming out so we'll trade lithium occasionally but people have to bear in mind lithium is not rare it's, it's extremely abundant and it's really a matter of of, um, of extraction and so if the price of lithium gets too high, there are mines in the United States around the Salton Sea that could basically supply 100% of America's needs. So it's not it's not going to move like like you know you would see like with uranium where there's a, a true shortage. Is that prices will take care of supply with lithium, and so there might be some short-term spikes here and there, but we haven't seen the moves like you know we've had some trades on it in the past, but we haven't seen the moves as secular as like a uranium move where you're going to see an 800% move higher in price. That just won't happen with lithium. Yeah, okay. That's what I wanted to get cleared up because a lot of people are panicking over this because it's so much a part of what we do industrially and also militarily. And I think I lost you, Dave. Oh, um, no, you didn't. I did. I had the cough button on, my mistake. Oh, sorry. Um, just very quickly, Bob, I want to thank you for coming on, and I'm going to encourage people to go to tradelikeagenius.com and take advantage of these great offers. Bob, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for having me, Dave. Take Have care. a good one.